Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets What's up, Podcast Land? My apologies for the late upload. I dropped the ball, thought it was supposed to come out next week, and didn't get it uploaded in time. So, here's this episode. They are so late, and yeah, that's it, man. I fucked up. See ya. sat down and recorded in what three weeks because we're ahead yeah it's been so few. it's been a co- at least a couple weeks yeah it's halloween it's and, halloween now and, and the wilson's house and nowhere else in the universe well, <laughs> you guys get your own special halloween hopefully it's other places because you want to get candy yeah if you? it's only you guys that's going to be a short <laughs> trick-or-treating trip i oh yeah and i also forgot um my friend well someone just dropped off some candy yeah, that was kind of weird. At her house. I went to open up the front door for when you got here, and I looked down, and there's a pile of candy on the front porch. Reverse trick-or-treating. Something. So starting a new trend. Yeah. Maybe. I figure it was probably somebody like, oh, yeah, we're not doing trick-or-treat or something. Huh. So here's some candy, and we weren't here. At least I hope. I don't know. I looked around. I didn't see candy on other porches. Didn't you? <laughs> no. I mean, I didn't look too hard. But... but Maybe it was one of my best friends. Well, dude, like, the coronavirus mask mandate is like designed for Halloween. No, no. Just yeah. wear a mask. Yeah. That's what they preach. So if you just wear a mask, you're good, right? Jeez. Supposed to. That's the theory. This so. is broken or something. All right, man. Well, here's the deal. We need to do your Pokemon update. And you need to stop it worrying about this. It needs a black this. light. Well, I don't know what to tell you. It doesn't need a black light. Yeah, this thing is not functioning the same way. Oh, there it is. No, but it needs to put on, okay. get well, put Z. on the cap. Okay, man, but it's not working right now, so you need to roll with it. So, what you on, got, this, buddy? on this podcast that no one can see, your black light is awesome, but <laughs> you st- what do we got here? Okay, I don't need a black light. <laughs> you figured that one out, didn't you? Um, my one, it's... What is it? I forget. It's a tag team. I forget. I I forget how to do this because we haven't recorded for three weeks. Okay, so um, it's a Nagandle and Guzzler GX tag team Ultra Beast. It has 280 hit points. It's a dragon type. Um, it's a basic. Its attacks um are violent appetite and Jet price, uh, which does 100 AD damage. Um, violent appetite does zero damage. And violent appetite. I have one of those. Sounds like Homer Simpson. <laughs> Beware, all you can eat bar. <laughs> what does that say? What do you think it says? Chaotic. What? Chaotic. Chaotic. Chaotic order. GX. Chodic. 
Yeah. Let's see that. <laughs> Which does zero damage? Um, it's just a tag team rule, so it doesn't have a story. Well, right on, man. And it's a rare. It looks super cool for the people that can't see it. It's very shiny, especially when you shine a black light on it. Even though it doesn't need a black light. Even though it doesn't need a black light. <laughs> and we went through all that trouble. Yep. But you got it. I fixed it. How? I'm magic. I'm daddy. So you ready for Halloween, dude? Yep. What's your favorite candy? What What do you hope to get? Mm. You know what your know. favorite candy is? No. Do you like chocolate candies, like candy bars, or do you like like sweet candies, you know, like Starburst and Sweet Tarts? I don't know. You know which one you like better? I don't know. Oh, all right. I, he I've likes the Reese's. I've never really gotten a candy bar. You've gotten candy bars. People give out those snack size candy bars all the time. Like a bar of candy. Wow. A bar of, mi- a bar of candy that's mixed up. I think you're a little mixed up. Yeah. I think so. Alright, so what are you going as this year? Uh, the Mandalorian. Yep, he's even got a stuffed Baby Yoda. <laughs> so, the child... Nice. He's wearing the, wearing the pajamas this, and everything right now. This is what he looks Sweet. like. Yeah, mm. I know it's funny. Everybody keeps calling it the Baby Yoda, but it's obviously not Baby Yoda. Cause that isn't its real name. It just looks like Yoda, but it's a baby. Why is it not obvious? Okay, so it's not obvious to me because I don't know shit. About well, Yoda's it. dead. Cause this takes place after, uh, the, like Return of the Jedi, where Luke, they blow they. Blow up the second Death Star yep, and yep. you know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So after the Empire falls, like that's the time that this is set in. The Mandalorian is set in, and so Yoda's already dead. So, so it's not Baby Yoda. It can't it be is, Baby Yoda, is, is but it's a Baby Yoda. It, it, it's, it's a it's a Yoda's race, but nobody right. knows what Yoda's like. Gotcha. Don't know what to call Yoda's race. They never said like Yoda is a a Yoda. A blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. And you never really saw, there aren't any other ones. Although there was a Russian midget with one eye that was very Yoda-like in the Clone Wars. He had the big ears and he was small. <laughs> he was badass, man. I forget his name. But, uh, yeah, the Clone Wars cartoon is pretty sweet. I don't, I don't know if you've ever watched it. No. But where, where is it on? Netflix or something? Or? Yeah, it's on Hulu? It's on Netflix. It's on Disney+. Plus. Okay. For sure. And, uh, yeah, really, really well done stuff like it's, it's the best thing star wars ever did in my opinion i think it's the like better than any of the movies like that series there is pretty sweet because like, that's how a jedi is supposed to exist in a cartoon like you believe like oh yeah jedis are bad motherfuckers and like it follows anakin it's anakin and obi-wan fighting in the clone wars together and so you're seeing like, oh, dude, yeah, Anakin was a bad motherfucker. Like, he did some crazy shit. <laughs> you know, when you're watching a movie and they're trying to like CGI and like stunt people and stuff like right. that, it doesn't look the same, right? Because you know, okay, this looks like a human being that they're trying to make look do this. And in a cartoon, they can make it look seamless because it's like... It's cartoon. It's cartoon. That's their world. So personally, I believe like that's the world the Jedi were meant to live in was as cartoons and that was like following two of the best and it had like some Yoda and like had some other storylines that were filled in like that's where we found out Darth Maul was still alive so it's good stuff Ahsoka Tano so all right buddy appreciate it I got a cool new Lego set all right well here here's your card Again, happy Halloween to all those um, listeners. In podcast land. In podcast land. In podcast land, who can never get out and they'll die there. Well, all right. We hope not. Bye. <laughs> Later, Bye. Dude. <laughs> now he's got to take a shower. Yep. He got to hold out until uh, he was done with his grumpy guy appearance. <laughs> so. Is the shower thing still a fight? Not as much. Yeah. Every once in a while. But I think he's starting to just get tired of it. He, well. he realizes it's a losing battle. It's just something yeah, he has to good, do. You have to do, man. You have to do. You have to do. And you can spend more time <laughs> arguing about it or you can just, just get admit it defeat and go with it. Yeah.
there's no reason to to fucking yeah so it's funny dude yeah. speaking of shower so winter's coming you know and the, yep. the water's getting oh, the water's getting cold and i've been pretty good uh i haven't been 100 percent, so not every day but i've started uh doing the cold showers in the morning mm-hmm. so i do my little work through through my morning routine and then i save myself an extra 10 minutes at the end of it you know after workout or whatever the case may be to go take the cold shower that water's getting cold boy yeah because you know it's pretty cold up high now and our water sources are cooling down yeah. i haven't checked the temperature i need to i got a little oh, i got a little uh ducky rubber ducky thermometer for like kids bathtub okay, yeah. i bought one of those for you know checking my ice bath temperature yeah and I, I need to check what the tap water temperature is now but it's dude it's cold it's got to be getting like 60 degrees or yeah it's colder. pretty chilly man yeah. it's, it's definitely way different than it was in the summertime yeah but i've been pretty good about it. i've been that my morning routine and i do i do like the power breathing just and then and then like i hit the shower and like i don't have like that tense up reaction yeah. You know, you and you just, I just, then I just keep breathing through it and I'll just take my whole shower in that freezing cold water. Just, it's, I mean, cranked as cold as it can go. It's like, Hell yeah, man. That's good. It's good for you. I'm just back to the hot and the I, cold. Are you? Yeah. I mean, I finished with the cold. I do. I, I have a hard time believing if there's much difference in the physio, physiological uh, benefits. Yeah. Doing it like that. If anything, you can argue that there'd probably be more because the reaction will probably be more extreme between like, that's why they do the sauna and, and the you know, jump the, in the, the cold. cold and back and forth. Yeah. And, like the, the contrast uh, is like, there's a reason that mm-hmm. that is, has been a tradition. So yeah, I, I, I really, I can't, I can't imagine there being any difference. No the benefits. You're, you're not going to negate. I think it's just a it's mental, mental thing. Yeah. And you can talk shit to yeah. people that, that don't. But see, I'll do it either way. Sometimes I'll just kick it on cold and get in. Other times, yeah. like I, I just turn it on, like I, like part of the way up, not quite as cold as I get, and get in, yeah. and then and then go down with it. Yeah. If I do want to do my breathing in there, but like, I mean, then at night sometimes if I want to do it, I you know I'll take a nice hot shower. I'm not I'm not a psychopath. Right. You know? <laughs> right. 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 And then, and then and then I'll go back to cold. But I dude, I don't think there's any difference, dude. Like. Yeah. No, not physiologically. Not physiologically. I think you're just, getting the same. Thing, but yeah it's just mentally getting yourself charged up so yeah I do uh I've been doing yeah just the I don't know I just had a hard time like getting myself charged up it's like yeah. I don't want to turn every shower into a fucking mental test of fortitude I have a lot of other things I do that test my mental fortitude yeah, well that's that's why I hack the system you know it's all it goes back to knowing yourself like I have a lot more discipline and willpower in the morning yeah you know, waking up, starting my day. So it's 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 easy. It's not even really a thing. I just got to dedicate the time to do it. To where when I get home after a 12, 13, 14 hour day, I'm out in the cold, tired, you know, and I just, yeah. you know, I want to take a shower and go to bed. Yeah. To like go through that process, like it's definitely, it takes way more willpower. Yeah. The other way around, it gets you fired up, ready for the day. So it's, right. I had to learn, learn that. I had to hack the system that way. Like, yeah. Well, the other thing is, like, I'm not taking a warm shower, man. I'm taking a fucking hot, hot shower. Like, yeah, it's, like, like just this side of scalding. Like, I like hot, like, fucking, you know, saunas and hot tubs and just, like, like hot's my thing. I can, like, you know, I do well with that. So, but, yeah, I think, like, that's, if you're just doing, like, warm or whatever, but, yeah, getting, like, super hot. I'm like, I want the cold, man. By the time I get to the end, yeah. like, I need it. I'm like, Yeah, Ooh. I mean, I like hot tubs and stuff. I, I, I like saunas and steam rooms better. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not, like, my, even when I take a warm shower, I mean, it, it, like, I don't crank it that hot. I just, I'm not a big fan of it. Like, yeah. to have, like, scolding hot. Yeah. I just, I don't, it's not no, I don't thing. know. It's weird. I know. It's not a normal, it's like. It's not my thing. Yeah. So, but I, 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 I justify in my mind. That, like I'm, I'm taking fucking super hot, which also is like a, a stress. Like yeah, you know, I'm sure there's some benefits to that. Yeah, and then you're, uh, then you're going to the super cold. So it's just the way that I convince myself that it's all these games we play to tell ourselves, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Yeah. All day long, tell yourself the right story. You'll be <laughs> Superman, boy. You just got to learn how to tell yourself the right story. That's right. And all you need is Sancho Panza to follow you around <laughs> and right. tell you that it's true. true. That's right. <laughs> and then you got you got life figured out at that point. You get to cr- tell yourself the correct stories to pad your fragile ego, and then change your worldview, and then you just get some dope to follow you around. And she's like, "Yeah, boss, that sounds great. That sounds fucking great, and, dude. You're king of the world at that point. Who's gonna tell you different?" <laughs> And if they do, they're wrong. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. It is funny, man. So. That's the life hack right there. Yep. Yeah. 
It is, man. You run across those people. They're maddening. Like their view of themselves is so inflated, and but it's like, what are you gonna do? Like that's just especially in this day and age. Like no one's burst in their bubble. No. You can definitely construct your experience throughout the day to avoid any bubble bursting. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that live like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that live like that, and they don't even realize it. They don't even realize that they've constructed their own. Because we all construct our own little bubble. Oh, yeah. It's comfortable to be in, mentally, yeah. physically, you know, whatever it is. But we all have this little shell. Yeah. And, yeah, most people don't really realize that shell is there. I know. They're just going through life thinking they're pretty yep. sweet. I know. It's funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I've had these uh, these insights or whatever lately, like during my Wim Hof breathing, because you fucking get some weird mm-hmm. thoughts running through. <clears throat> Cause there's like moments where you're doing that, where there's like, and just throughout life, your life, like you can think back, like there's been moments of clarity that don't make sense, right? It's almost like the voice or, or what you're, you're tapping into. It's not your normal everyday, like thought process mm-hmm. and voice. I mean, would you yeah, agree? I, yeah, I agree. Yep. So like, well, what is that? And again, there's all sorts of different, you know, thoughts. It's, you know, your subconscious, the universe, God, and then there's your ego that is usually the one chirping in your ear and, and creating your, you know, like protecting your, your ego like we were talking about, right? And so, like, it's funny, man. Like, I don't know why, but I, the, the thought that occurred to me is it's like your ego is this lieutenant, right? Like, that's been put in charge of this unit that's got these different, like, you got your senses, like, all the senses the way that you're able to interact with this world. And who's in charge of those things? Like on a direct daily basis, it's that ego, right? Your ego mm-hmm. decides like how you're gonna react to things, what you're gonna eat, you know, how you're gonna treat people, like, you know, just like your your interaction with the world on a daily basis is usually controlled by your ego. And it's very easy for the ego to take over and start doing things that aren't necessarily like, great for you on some level we don't know like you know why you know why is it not good to just cheat everybody and make as much money as you can like why not right i mean on some technical level like who cares but we know that that's not the thing to do like why well it's because like this this higher voice this other voice is the one telling us like that's not the thing to do there's there's other things for you to focus on and they're that are more important so it's almost like you got this general this like got this lieutenant in charge of this unit and the lieutenant gets just takes over the fucking show and starts to like cut off oh we can't hear from the base anymore we can't hear what the fuck this guy you know what the orders are so i'm going to make up my own orders and we're going to like focus on this stupid shit you know working fucking you know jobs we hate for shit we don't need right and then but every once in a while the fucking radio like what oh, oh, man you know what's going on here and so it's like, the idea is like, we, you know, well, why not turn that around and do the opposite? Like, why not, like, if we know that this is what's going on, why not turn around and be like, okay, well, I should be tuning in to, that other to this other fi- frequency all the time. Like, whatever this guy's telling me to do, even if it doesn't make any fucking sense, is the thing to do. Because if I'm focused on this thing, and I'm putting, like, all these, sen- you know, all, all these things that I have at my disposal towards trying to you know, follow this, then like, like what's the worst that can happen, right? Like you're going to get used up by something in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Like, is that the worst that can happen is you get used up by some fucking voice that's telling you to like be nice to people and like do good things and see how you can contribute and and help people. And you know what I mean? Like, is that the worst thing you can get used up by? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. And so it's like, yeah, man, we need to be focused more on like that than trying to tune that out. And then that, that's what happens, man. That lieutenant takes over and he starts trying to fucking, you know, scramble the signal and cut shit off rather than being like, no, 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 no. I need to be like, you know, focusing on this. Like, what is it? What am I trying to do here? And so, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, but if you do that, then you find you don't construct your reality in a way that protects your ego because that's not your purpose in life. Like, whether you realize it or not, a lot of people, that's their, that's their goal. Like, what's your goal? 
well, I need to protect my ego. I got to make sure that I feel good about shit. It's like, okay. You know, but that's not the same goal as like, I'm trying to help people. Like, I want to see how I can contribute. Like, what can I do to make the world and all this other shit a better place? Mm-hmm. So these are two different goals. And yeah, I think that, the, the you know. It's so easy to get a skewed view of your place in the world and to, and like, and, and your, your role to those people closest to you. Yeah, it really is. And you can get, you can get lost in the weeds pretty quick. Yeah. If you don't spend time thinking about that stuff and, and man, the honesty hurts when you really sit back, even if you don't talk to anybody about it, but if you're honest with yourself and you sit down and look at your day to day and what you do and what you did and where you're headed, like, Dude, it's uncomfortable, man, because none of us are perfect. No. And we all waste time doing this or make wrong decisions here. And it's like, fuck, man. And sometimes you just, you don't, you get as much, you acquire as much information as you can, and then you just have to make the decision. Yeah. And you can you can spend, you know, too much time trying to acquire information before you just make the decision. And sometimes you're just like, okay, this is about much info as I have. I just, I have to go. Yeah. And then, and then see how it shakes out. Yeah. You know, it's. But even with that, you gotta be careful that you don't let the fucking info. Where, where are you getting your become, info from? Or or become like an excuse to not act, right? Like you've had yes. this idea, like I need to do this, and so you start researching it. But all of a sudden, the research turns into reasons why this isn't gonna work. Yeah. And why I don't need to do this. Like I have that shit happen yeah, all the time. Because then you start find. If you have an inkling to be like, I think that's a bad idea. I shouldn't do it. You'll start trying to find. You'll you'll go even if it's subconsciously. You'll go out of your ways to. Confirm your idea yeah. that this is not a good idea. Yeah. That you're like, oh. And sometimes it isn't a good idea. Right. But like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you got to be careful. Yeah. It's like, no, man, like this is uh, the, yeah, like you got to not let the fucking voice. It's just funny because I've been trying to get this, you know, I got these breathing certifications done and man, I'm really pumped on this breathing. Like I got my mom, she's been one of my, my case studies mm-hmm. that I did and it's like, you know, she's really jumped on board with it. Like, really? She, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, you sit down and you explain to people and you realize like, oh, they don't know any of this. So you tell someone that like, hey, man, if you breathe better, especially like that oxygen advantage, kind of like trying to breathe less and develop better carbon dioxide tolerance. And so like the Wim Hof is like, you know, there's a, there's a place for that. But like, like we talked about, that's like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. That's a workout. That's a workout. And it's like on some level... Like you kind of got to make sure that you got your daily habits in place. Like going to the gym during the week is great, but if during the rest of the time, like your habits are shit, like, you know, what are we doing here? And so like, that's kind of what the breathe, like the oxygen advantage and the, like the, the, the breathe light, the trying to breathe less than like not over breathe and, and understand how to not, you know, develop better CO2 tolerance. And then you explain to people that like, man, he's, you know, you're going <clears> to, <throat> have decreased anxiety, you're going to, uh, you know, have just, I don't know, maybe you're going to sleep better. Like there's just all of these, these things. I mean, I've talked about it in the past, like, you know, in the past couple episodes, like all these benefits to, to breathing better. And you realize most people don't know about it. So she's sitting here listening and she's like, whoa, really? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, by, I could tell like when we first sat down, she was doing it cause she's my mom and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, okay. And by the end of me going over, like, no, here's what's going to happen, right? Like when you breathe less and you develop better carbon dioxide tolerance, here's what's going to happen. When you're breathing more functionally and you're using your, uh, your you know, your diaphragm and, and to, to breathe, here's what's going to happen. And when you are using your breathing to control your stress response, like that's the one that, that you know, a lot of people don't really realize. And that's where the HRV research comes in, like that heart rate variability, like they're able to scientifically measure which way you're, you know, that, that you're, you've got your fight or flight or your rest and relax. And so there's a teeter totter, right? And it's always tipping one way or the other. And like, how far is it tipping and in what direction? And your breathing can directly influence how, what's happening with that teeter totter. And so sometimes you want to be more, you want to have the anxiety level up a little bit. Like when you're working out and you're going hard, like you want that, mm-hmm. but sometimes you need to go in the other way. And so if you're always breathing in a way that's like creating a stress response instead of allowing that rest and relax to kick in, like that's not good. And, you, and that has negative effects. And so, um, you know, these are the three aspects of better breathing and here's how they can help you. And like I said, like most people have never even heard this before. 
And so, you know, she's been to people like I think, you know, I know she's been on, uh, um, you know, had help with depression in the past and anxiety and stuff. And like nobody ever told her like, hey, you know, you're chest breathing. And if you breathe like this, it'll help with that. No one. And so, and then she obviously, you know, and she still is uh, seeking help for some of these things. And it's like, yeah, like once you start to connect all of it. And so, yeah, she's jumped on board and she started uh, like, like with the myotape stuff that goes around your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, she started taping her mouth at night and... I got to get back to doing that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. She was having, you know, <clears throat> trouble with that, like, you know, snoring and sleep apnea stuff. And so uh, that's helped a ton. And then, you know, doing the breathe light like a couple times a day, which is basically a meditation. I mean, you're just sitting there focused on your breath. Like, what is that? Right. So it's, uh, and it, man, it's made a like big difference for her. And so like, she, yeah, she's all pumped. We got our third That's really cool. session. Yeah. So, but you know, and I see like everyone from someone like you, who's like a pretty high performance guy to someone like my mom, who's, you know, not a high performance right. guy. <laughs> um, you know, that I can help everyone on that spectrum and I don't, you don't even need anything. You don't even need equipment. You don't even need to do anything. All you need is what you already do already. You just need to focus on a few different things and, and, and use it to your advantage. And so, yeah, to me, man, it's pretty, pretty fucking, you know, powerful stuff. And then you get into the Wim Hof side of it and just your ability to kind of, I don't know, create that different mental state that allows you to tap into that spirit world a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Man, it's pretty fucking powerful stuff with just your breath. And so I, I'm really pumped, man. I see like this is like my way of, you know, helping people. Uh, you know, isometrics come into that, like using isometrics as a way of con- teaching, you know, tension control through breath. Right. So what is isometric? It's a breath work. You're not moving. What are you mm-hmm. doing? You're breathing. So like it all kind of, uh, you know, fits in together. But yeah, I mean, I've been sitting down like, okay, I got to do stuff and, and, uh, and then the voices are, well, you know, this day is not going to work and that time's not going to work. And here's the reason that this isn't going to do this. And so and I'm just about like, stop, no, no, like just fucking take action, man. Do something. Like, don't let the little voice derail you too much. It's so easy to get derailed. It you is. Know, in life, it just, oh, this needs attention, this and blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock at night and you're like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you literally look back, like, where did the last four hours go? Like, what? Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. There's so many things. Then you add in something like fucking handgun skills into your into your practice and you realize like, damn, dude. Like, yeah, you, there's time. There's only a finite amount of time. There's a finite amount of time. In your day. You, you got you to gotta be diligent, man. You got to be... I find it with myself. It's hard, but you got to be very disciplined and structured to get the most out of your day. Because if not, it'll just get away from you. Yeah. And you don't get anything accomplished. And you're not any better than you are when you go to bed than you were when you woke up. Yeah. And you're just treading water, barely keeping your fucking nose above water. Yeah. Know? Man, there's times for that. But yeah, you got it. If you, that shouldn't be the, the norm. It shouldn't be the goal. No, it's doing it. I have like, I'm kind of feeling like that right now just because I do. Yeah, I've just been busy, man. You know, it's just bullshit excuse. You know, everybody's busy, but. You know, I've had a few different things change in my life, change the dynamic of things I got going on, and that, there's some adjustment there. Yeah, busy as shit at work, like, bro, like, you get it, you just you, get, you start feeling overwhelmed and just like, ugh. Yeah. Just, oh yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, man, I know. It's it's funny. It's uh, I know exactly what you mean. I've had to make some serious peace with a few things because I just can't do it all. You can't. I can't do it all. And so I've had to like really just be comfortable with like, you know what, man, I just got to have faith that what I get done throughout the day, especially if I'm trying to focus on like, I don't know, that, 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 the, you know, the higher calling or, you know, other voice or whatever you fuck you want to call it and not just getting bogged down in the bullshit. I just have to have faith, man, that that's it. Like that's, that's all I can do. And so that's what I was meant to do. Like that's, I got done what I needed to get done that day. And I know there's a laundry list of shit that I didn't get done, but I just, you know, yeah, you just got to make peace with it. You do. Because, man, you you hit the nail on the head when you're like, you know, you've had a few things pop up, so to speak, over the last week, month, few months, right? Like, how do you plan for that? You don't. You don't. 
and then, and then you just you just have to make your best decisions and run with it. Yeah, you got your plan. You got your plan. Here's you know. what I'm gonna do, yeah. and then you know shit happens. And then you get punched in the face, just and like Mike. Tyson. Was it who, who, whose quote was that? Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. I think that was a Mike Tyson. I quote. think it was his coach. I think it was like Custom Auto was it? quote originally. Yeah. Quote originally. So, everybody's yeah, got a plan until they get punched in the face. And guess yeah. what? Life will punch you in the face. Yep, exactly. What is it? The I mean, in the in the military, I think they got something like you know no. No plan survives contact with the enemy. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as there's, it changes, and so like that's you just have to be prepared for that. Like, man, I got this plan, but as soon as it hits the real world, it's gonna change, mm-hmm. and, and you just gotta be be comfortable. But it does come down to like prioritizing and and figuring out what is most important, and so. And it's definitely not sitting on the couch watching fucking Netflix. No. <laughs> that almost just doesn't exist. It, no. Or like it just, it can't. Yeah, dude, it just, I know. just don't have time for that. When right? I talk to people and they're like, oh, I watched this show. You ever watch this one? I'm like, dude, where the fuck do you find the time? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't wrap I my mind around it. I, I can't get my mind around it. Yeah. Dude, dude, right? Yeah, dude. Most of like Monday through Friday, easily, like my TV doesn't go on. The only yeah. time my TV will go on is like I'll put on YouTube for my dog when I leave. You know, they, right. have, they have like 15 hours of <clears throat> music for your dog or something just so he's got some sound. I'll put that on. Yeah, that, but that's literally the extent of it. You know, so when I'm not there, he's just got some noise, you know, makes him feel like something's around. But yeah, I don't get it. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, there's too many things to train for. Too many things to train for. And yeah, you, man. You're, you're slacking so many areas of your life. Or educate yourself yeah, or get yeah. better at this, do this. And, yeah. Yeah. I know, man. I've been pumped on the freaking on the the handgun training <laughs> stuff since last time we talked in your last podcast. Like, I hadn't gotten any guns yet. Hadn't you? No, I was getting. It was the Saturday morning after I had bought the three sixty five. Remember, I said like I I I bought two handguns, but I don't have any. That's with right. Me. And then you, you had to, you were waiting for the background checks and all that yeah, good stuff. On that one, it's waiting for the canning to show up, and so yeah, so now, yeah. Since the last time we recorded, now you have two handguns, <laughs> magazines, two guns. gun safes, survival flashlights, but bug out bags, decked out, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah we went like we've uh, said many times. You don't realize how how intimately related the gun culture and survivalist culture are, but they are. Uh, yes. Very closely knit. It's like, if, especially if the reason that you have a gun is for self defense. Mm-hmm. If you're just like target shooting, or you know what I mean, like if self defense isn't even on your your radar for why you have a gun, which would be a really interesting reason. Right. Uh, it, it has to, because all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, well there's all sorts of other ways that I may need to defend myself, and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh yeah, survivalist flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you bought one of those. That's I, like I said, I'm, it really makes me happy that that we're kind of starting this journey out together. You know, I kind of I got us going down this road, good or bad, but it's good because then you're as you you know we're collaborating. Yeah. You know, because I'll make mistakes and like, hey man, don't do this or do this and learn, and then you're doing the same thing. You you come up on this, like, hey, I'm gonna do this, and I'm like, oh, you know, and, and as far as just like techniques and training or gear, like, hey, I got this. I'm like, oh, that's nice, you know, and yeah, and so it's good, good to have a training partner. It's good to have a, a good training partner. Like, oh, okay, you know, we can learn from me. Oh, I don't get this. This is stupid. This is a bad purchase. You know. Yeah. Or, this is waste of time. Don't do this technique, you know. And yeah, no, you definitely got a stripe or two more than I do, but we're, you know, yeah, not much, man. I, you know, they give you that first stripe for nothing. Yeah, you just gotta show, show up, up and buy the key in the belt. <laughs> that's about all I am ahead of you. Literally, that's about all I am. Are, are you gonna go do Adam's class? Man, I'm class? I dude, I would, I would really suggest you do. And I'm thinking about doing it again. Yeah, I, I'd almost go do it again with you. Like, dude, it's it's valuable, man. And, yeah, and it's. I mean, there's a lot of other instructors out there, but for the price, you know, it's only it's only what three hundred fifty bucks, yeah. three hundred bucks or something. I will you say know. my only my only hesitation is that he, like, I don't know, he's the fact that he had drilled into you that isosceles stance, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily the stance that I want to use. You can you can, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, and I don't disagree with you one hundred percent. Um. Yeah, because I like the other, like the Weaver stance. Yeah. Because you know, our, 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 gra- our gra- grappling stance. Yeah. And you know, Tim Kennedy has really good logic behind that. And yeah. I like, and I, I think that's going to go, you know, just like jujitsu. You're going to find coaches that uh, you like certain things they teach and yeah. not. 
That aside, though, I think there's a lot of other really good like handgun shooting basics. I think that would be really beneficial for you to pick up from. Yeah, I, I really do. Because there's, I can't even explain them all, you know. But I just I think it would be very beneficial. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things you're probably doing. Even you know, you're doing a lot of good dry fire practice and this, but there's probably a lot of things you're doing that you don't realize that you're doing incorrectly or you could be doing better. Yeah. And you got to start. You got to get some coaching from somewhere to start. No, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it. I really think it'd be. I'd push you in that direction, man. Yeah. Like, I don't get any kickback from Adam, but I just. Nah, I, think I, it, I think it would be good for you, man. I'll strongly consider it. I, 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 so. I do. I think it'd be good for you. Yeah. I mean, the only, it's the only. Uh, I I think that. Um, over the, yeah, definitely in a, in a month or two when the weather's shitty, and it's like yeah, I don't mind being inside for mm. Saturday and Sunday all day long. And hopefully when ammo prices drop a little bit, cause like yeah, right it's now fuck, it's dude. Yeah, so for me to have like six hundred to a thousand rounds, which he recommends, it's like, dude, that is a chunk of change just in ammunition. And so or okay, or or maybe let's let's think about this. Maybe you and I should look at trying because we're going to do sheepdog together in May. Me yeah, you and you, Nate, and I. Let's maybe look at and try to do some sort of tra- training course in like January, February, March or something. Yeah. Even if we have to travel a little bit for it. Yeah. We'll see, depending on who wins the election and hopefully, hopefully more reason just for guns and ammo prices, hopefully Trump wins Yeah. <laughs> and all that shit comes down a little bit because people stop freaking out. I don't know, man. That Prices might still stay high because if, oh, he, I know. if he wins, it might be a bunch of riots and so then people might be, you know, panic buying still anyway. But anyways, that's a different part of the conversation. Uh Maybe you and I should look and try to find like a, a different training course to go yeah. do, like come beginning of the year. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's I'd think be about interested. that. Why don't you shop around? I'll shop around. I have a couple in mind. Yeah. Because there, there, there's a lot. There's a big group of like former Green Berets, Navy SEALs, all these guys. That, that's what they do now. They, they run all these training programs, you know, defensive pistol, handgun basics, and, you know, tactical handgun shit, whatever. A lot of different names and courses. There's a lot of guys out there doing it. Yeah. And there be, and I mean, you can find ones that aren't ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Yes. Let's let's, let's look at that. And yeah. Go do, go do a course together. Dude, yeah, I want to do some training. I mean, like I said, my main my main hesitation is just ammo price, and uh, you know, with like that class in particular, just the and you know, if I was, if I didn't know my audience, I can see why that 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 stance that like you know, basically having your feet squared off. You know that isosceles stance. It's, it's, it's more sturdy if you're not real athletic. You know, because yeah. you're thinking like from a like if you're gonna go do a deadlift. Yeah. You know, some, something super heavy. If you're not super comfortable in that grappler stance, it, it's, that's it's, a way more familiar stance yep. for most people. Yeah, and that's why he teaches it. Yeah. He even gives like a little demonstration. He called me out and had me be the, the dummy to demonstrate yeah. it because he knows he can push me around. I'm an athletic. Because so, he, he got me out in front of class and he had me stand in, in, in like a wrestling stance. And then he came up, you know, was pushing me around a little bit. And then he, okay, get in the, get in the isosceles stance. Yeah. And push me or see how much more, you know, sturdy this is. Yeah. And I didn't want to get into the, the argument of it right. in class. Yeah. Not the place and time. Yeah. And so, but, yeah, because he was out there really pushing me around hard. I'm like, all right. You know, I can't see how on earth, like, having your feet squared off is more yeah, sturdy. I, and I, I didn't want to get into it with Yeah. Him. Because I, I could have argued with it and, and proved him wrong. And that's yeah, not the place. It's not the place. That would have yeah. been a super asshole thing yeah. to do and not the time and place. But um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Just to the... the oh, yeah. The if, yeah. I don't remember where I was even going with that. But fuck it. Let's, but let's, I think we should... Uh, yeah, we should look at going to do a training class. Like at the beginning of the year prior to Sheepdog. Yeah. And prior to providing we can find one that's not ridiculously expensive yeah man I'm down with all that I was looking at that full spectrum warrior dude that dude's pretty cool have you watched some of his stuff uh, yeah Rich Graham or Rick Graham yeah he's got he's got a lot of good well, info I like, out there I like too how his is the you know the idea of the full spectrum warrior being like man you can't neglect the fitness side yep like if you can't get into positions if you can't move if you don't have the strength to you know ward off an attacker like these are not positives for you and I was, you know you start to realize like oh you know yeah, you know, anytime there's a fight, anything can happen, right? I mean, you, you, the guy can get a lucky punch in, in, in a fight and beat the best guy in the world. Yeah. But yeah. the point, at, at the end of the day, like, your skill is going to help determine that. And so it's not just who has a gun. It's like, okay, he has a gun and I have a gun, but, like, I can crouch and he can't. Mm-hmm. Or I can fucking sprint and move over here and get to cover and, you know, not be out of breath and then get in a position and, like, he can't. Mm-hmm. So like, who's really the more dangerous person in that scenario? 
and you can't discount the like the physical side of it. And yeah, and he's he's big on that. Yeah, he, he's got yeah. He talks all about that. And he's he's a kettlebell, you know, he yep. kettlebells and mobility stuff. And yeah, yeah. I've been watching some of that sheepdog, uh, all his sheepdog response videos, <laughs> trying to yeah. But you know, it's ju- the jujitsu stuff. It's good, man. It's a good reminder. Like it's funny you mentioned earlier, like how it starts to change. Like all this, the getting into this uh, stuff changes your view on a lot of different things, and like. You know, it has like changed my view on jujitsu on some level because like there is a difference between self defense jujitsu and sport jujitsu. Huge difference. Fucking huge difference. And especially it depends on what type of sport jujitsu game you like to play. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, so sitting back and going for leg locks and shit is like you know fun and you know helps control the pace against big guys and all that stuff. But from like a self defense standpoint, no bueno. That's not the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like you don't fight from your back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's funny, man. I started to like tell myself there's still a time and place, like, you know, whatever. It's, it's still jujitsu. And uh, especially when I'm like rolling with, uh, you know, letting, letting other, people, letting other people get and work stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, there's, there have been times though when I'm like, no, like you don't fight from the fucking bottom, like fight like a bitch to not go down. And, and it does, it changes your, your, uh, your view of it mm-hmm. and because uh, yeah it was uh, I forget it's just one of the videos and like Tim was saying something about like you know if you're on bottom right now you're dead mm-hmm. and it's like fuck yeah you know like that is have you seen some of those videos that he has guys do in his sheepdog course to where you're wrestling with tasers and you're trying to tase each other I, I have not <laughs> I've not seen the, uh, the oh, videos yeah uh. I hope I, I just say, I hope I get to tase the shit out of you. And they, <laughs> and like, I, I hope you and I get to wrestle with tasers. It'd be so much fun. I don't know if that's a civilian course. <laughs> I, hope I, hope, I hope it is. We're going to ask for the extra, hey, you got an extra curricular today? Jim yeah. and I want to wrestle with tasers <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. That would hurt. The little electric knives. Yeah, yeah. 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 That would hurt. So, but yeah, I think we should go do some sort of course. Yeah. Well, let's see how this election shakes out and see which way the world goes. Yeah. I mean, in the meantime, I got my fucking dry fire practice. Yep. It's funny that Laser X, man. I got like six keys that I haven't used to unlock. Do you have your? Yeah. Because I just quiet the keys. Yeah, I just fucking like practice some of the basic stuff, mm-hmm. and I even tried uh, the from concealed like the speed mm-hmm. one. Like, how are you on that? Well, I, like, I couldn't give you a metric off the top of my head. I mean, did you just get three stars? What'd you get? How many stars did you get? Oh, I've gotten no stars on them. Yeah, I mean, I can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I've only gotten like two stars on that. At first, I was like one. I was like, oh my God, I'm terrible at this. Yeah. And so, dude, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to be working on other shit. Like, I need to just stick to these things and just work the... The, the basics, man. We like, did quite a bit in, that, in Adam's class to, where he had the shot timer. Yeah. And he tested us, you know, to where he, from concealed, draw, boom, you know, a round on target, two rounds on target. We did, I think, I got under, I was, I had it written down at home. You know, I think the best I did was like a second and a half from concealed to boom, round on target. Yeah. You know, so, that's fast. That's good. That's moving pretty quick. It is, man. Yeah. yeah. It's maybe how to like, you know, yeah, it, it's fun, man. I, I, it, this is just like jujitsu. I told you, like making the gun go bangs, like finishing the submission, but geeking out on all the details that, that lead up to that like I love that shit and that's, so, well and that's where most of your progress is gonna be made yeah yeah yeah. just like fucking so yeah I had to like figure out like where to grab to get my shirt up better cause yep. you grab too far this way it gets hung up on the handle yep. so you gotta clear the handle and yeah yeah I just kinda like trying to break that down get my grip dialed in I think I got like got one that works for you yeah man it's you know I get the palm in and then there's almost like a little like like twist to like to kind of like like wrench it in in and get into the right spot yeah yeah I feel like that little like that little you know screwing motion locks it in I think that's a good way I like to yeah I kind of use like a a screwing motion I guess is a good way to word it yeah you you get it and then when the other hand comes up you're you kind of wrench it in yeah it's not just grabbing and and like trying to like you're not just grabbing and smushing it like yeah it's not a yeah you're not just you know, pushing your palms together. No, it's, a screw. It's, a, it's a little twist. Yeah. yeah. So I got figured that one out because I was doing, uh, like I was wrapping my fingers and then bringing my palm in instead of like, like setting my palm and then like 
you know, setting the fingers second. You know, mm-hmm. it's a subtle difference, man. Super subtle. Like which is really your your focal point? Is it the fingers or is it the palm? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, when I started like making my focal point the palm screwing in and the fingers go where they need to as opposed to like fingers and then trying to get the palm to, to pinch in. Like I was like, oh, okay, my accuracy mm-hmm. with that little red laser went up. So, uh, yeah, but just little shit like that, man. You know, like and you do don't know class. and you don't know that shit until you're out there drilling it. Yeah, you got to dry fire stuff, and you got to get. It's different with different clothes you're wearing. You everything. Like yeah, you got to experiment with that stuff if you're gonna go down this road. Yeah, you, you know, just having a gun isn't gonna save you. If no. anything, if you don't train and do a lot of dry, you know, dry fire training, and you're more of a liability than you are an that asset. That could put you in danger, man. You're, you're putting everybody else and yourself in danger. You're just, you're inducing a gun into a, a situation that you don't have full control over. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, man. I know, dude. It's yeah, it's it's funny. You think about that shit. Like when I'm doing my dry fire practice, it's yeah. like I'm thinking about like, you know, you. There's times to take your finger on and off the trigger. And, and mainly because, like, you know, if you're doing this in a self-defense situation, like, you don't want to fucking shoot someone who doesn't deserve it. Right. You know? So, it's like, no, no, no. There's, like, you know, when you're on target, you know, and then, you know, get that finger out. Like, when you've assessed that, like, that guy is no longer a threat, it's, like, you know, out and then check the rest of your surroundings. But, like, you know, you don't come back with the finger and the trigger and check around because, like, what if you accidentally shoot somebody? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like being being aware of those those details. But like, you know, again, it's like doing, uh, you know, jujitsu. It's like the difference between like doing a shrimp and and then like actually envisioning like there's a guy on top of me and this is, you can feel it, right? Like that, your ability to visualize the actual scenario that the drill connects to like allows you to get so much more out of that drill than just going through the motions, and so, you know, yeah, applying that shit to the, you know, the dry fire training, it's like, you know, you got to create that real life scenario. That's not a paper target. You know, that's not the wall in your garage. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to, you know, envision it being, you know, what, wh- where you may have to use this if you really want this to click mentally and how you're going to use it. So, yeah, there's so many fucking lessons that cross over, man. I'm pumped on it, man. It's like a whole new, uh, yeah, I told you, man, the... I'm excited to be a complete white belt yep. in something. It's so good for you. Yeah. Like spiritually. Spir, spiral, Jesus Christ. Spiritually. Yes. <laughs> it is, man. It's so good for you. Like just to be shitty at something. Yeah. Dude, nothing puts that, that ego in check yeah. like that. Like you, because, yeah. <laughs> I know. First time you go out to the range and you start shooting, you're like, God damn it, man. Like, I suck. Yeah, this is way harder. Way harder. That- John Wick makes this look so easy. Dude, that is that was the thing I was going to say. Like, I, uh, Kiele and Shiloh started watching The Walking Dead from, like, the beginning. Uh-huh. And so now I can't watch that show. I'm watching it. And they're running around shooting zombies in the head single-handed with one hand from, like, 20 feet away. Yeah. It's like, bam, bam, bam. And I'm like, get the fuck yeah out of here man like just shoving guns down their pants and shit i'm like no and it's the same thing when you first start learning jiu-jitsu like once you get you know pretty good at it or even somewhat acceptable at it you watching fight scenes in movies is yeah. ru- ruined yes you're like god damn man. oh man and now, now, now it's, you're getting into this and you're seeing all the shit they do in movies it's just like I mean, you knew it before, but now you, knew now it, you but know. But now you really know it. Really know. Like, yeah, you oh. know all the shit you saw was ridiculous, but now you know it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, I have trouble hitting a paper target from 12 feet away. <laughs> it's not moving at all, and I have yeah. all the time in the world. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. No, it's fun. It's, uh, yeah. But the dry fire training has been great. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's why I was more excited to get into uh, the handgun stuff than necessarily like the shotgun and trap shooting because mm-hmm. yeah like the the practice element man you got so many you know fucking right-handed left-handed one-handed each side mm-hmm. fucking you got to pass it off got to practice your reloads like there's, de- there's definitely a lot more going on yeah than trap shooting trap shooting is fun yeah I mean, you know I, I i'll do dry fire with you know trap shooting you know just you're mounting the gun yep you know and sight picture sight alignment same thing you know yeah. same principles but yeah, there's not there's not as much going on. No, there's, no, there's man, there's not nearly as much. As not going as much on. crazy little things to geek oh, out on. Oh, so, oh. yeah, yeah, man, it's uh, 
it's been fun. So give me something new to focus on and get into. It's good. I know. I get sucked into like I go out there for ten minutes and end up like an hour later, like, all right man, I gotta turn I gotta stop. I got this routine, you know, like I I practice, you know, without you know, like the you know, either like passing off, like something that doesn't have anything to do with shooting. Right. And then I'll practice like shooting, just dry fire without the laser. And then I'll pop the laser in and just use just the laser. And then, of course, I got to hook up the LaserX program. Yep. And that's where you just get sucked into, like, dude, just keep hitting just that keep restart hitting button. Oh, like, bam, bam, bam. Oh, I got to get, I got to earn that next key. Yeah. yeah. I got to keep, oh, just a few. Because you don't, you're, you're not really sure, like, when you're on a, a, a practice session and you're not somebody sure or sure how many times you got to do it before you earn that next key or that next star or whatever. Yeah. So you just, oh. Okay, it'll probably be the next one. Okay, yes. it'll probably be the oh, next I know, one. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've done a good job. Then you got all the different challenges and stuff, so it's been, uh, yeah. But yeah, like I said, then I'm like, all right, I got to get out of here. It's an hour later, so. But it's early on, man. You know, do that with jujitsu. You get obsessed and you're just practicing, practicing. so much. Twice a day, yeah. you, know, you know, two days, six and seven days a week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just fucking fun yeah. to get that muscle memory built in, and so... Yeah, it's been good. Unconscious competence. That's right, man. That's what you gotta shoot for. That's right. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, we got the uh, the seminar today. Have you rolled with? Uh, I rolled well, uh, Mateus. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, and so I, he's not training at all, right? No, nah. his knee jacked his knee up. Uh, Bebeto, I don't know what his full name is. Bebeto's kind of his nickname. Yeah, you know what's funny is. He's really good. He's a super nice guy. He's a really nice guy to train with. And I, I did pretty good with him. You know, we were... And uh, it's funny, though. We only did one round together that one night. First night I met him. And uh, I did pretty good with him. You know, I didn't hit him with, like, a sweep. And was about to pass. And then we ran out of time. And when he was trying to pass me, like, he was, you know... He wasn't just slicing through me and murdering me like Pimenta. Yeah. He put it... There's a caveat there. So I was like, oh, I did pretty good with him. And I knew he was, you know, pretty decent, high-level, you know, jiu-jitsu guy. So I, then I, I didn't know who he was. I never met the guy or anything or even looked him up. So I went home and looked him up that night and watched quite a few of his competition matches. Yeah, he was being nice to me. <laughs> if, he, if he wanted to just fucking murder me, he would have murdered me. I was like, oh, okay, now the world is right again. <laughs> I told Kevin that the next day. He's like, did you train? I was like, yeah, I trained with him. He's like, I was like, but, I was like, I thought I did good with him. I was like, I did good with him because he let me do good with him. You know, I mean, the, the difference is, is, you know, he's not Pimenta. Like, everything, you know, I was bait, like, Pimenta will fuck you up. He will hurt you and crush your soul. He's yeah. rough. He doesn't care. No. He just will smash you. The more you resist. The more it hurts. The more it's going to hurt. Yeah. He, he's going to hurt you. He's going to make you rethink doing jiu-jitsu. <laughs> that's just how he is. That's just his personality. He trains hard. I mean, he's safe. He's not going to, like, he's not going to, like, make No, no, him. no. That's the thing. He's the fucking, like, the grind. The like, grind. It just, dude, it's... It's oh god, it's so discouraging. <laughs> I mean, I've trained a lot of people in my life. He is the, yeah, he's gonna fuck you up. But uh, so being that Bubeto like didn't do that, you know, I had this you know misconception that I was doing good. I'm like, oh no, he let me do good because I watched like quite a few of his matches and he was fucking up some high level guys. Yeah, and some high level competitions. I'm like, yo, okay. Did he's like what twenty six or something he's like young, that? He's finesse, real finesse game, smooth, yeah, precise. You know, he, he he's he's like a scalpel as opposed oh, he's to a fucking tiny dude. He's not much smaller than I am. I don't think. Huh? Man, I I don't know, man. He felt significantly smaller to me. I'd, I'd have to see. I can't remember what weight class. Nah, I mean, he probably does. Man, like I gotta one, say he's like one forty. He probably does the one forty ish weight class yeah. in IBJJF. Yeah, I don't think he drops a ton of weight. I mean, yeah, yeah. he did not. He felt significantly uh, lighter than you. I mean, just from just a, a weight. He's, he's probably he's probably ten pounds lighter than I am. Yeah, I, I'm walking around one fifty five ish nowadays. One fifty one fifty five. Yeah. So he, he's probably yeah maybe ten pounds lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was uh um. Yeah, he was, it took him a little bit. Like, I could tell, like, my size and strength were just, they're, you know, they it's are, it's a factor, man. Like, yeah, as I find out when I wrestle with Adam at my gym, he's fucking 6'4 and 240. Like, it's a factor. It's a fucking factor, man. You have to methodically dissect it because you can get, you know, it's easy to get people kind of stuck mm-hmm. with it. And, uh, but yeah, he just methodically worked his way through and then started. I could tell he was, working something on me 
you, you know, like he it, had an intention. Yeah, like, there was an something intention, specific. something he was practicing a little yeah. bit, and like you know, I, he didn't quite get it, you know, and I quote unquote got away, and right. then he like reset the position. Exactly. That was when I realized, like, oh, okay, I see what's going on he, here. This is a practice session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I remember Pimenta saying, man, like that's how you become a world champion training with, you know, blue belts and purple belts is, or, you know, is you, you do that. That's what you do. You create scenarios for yourself Like you've talked about, like creating games, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to use this or I'm going to only practice this or, you know, I've been doing that lately, like fucking, you know, uh, previously mentioned Adam, like dude, getting to his back is a bitch. Like he instinctively will not give it up, but he, you know, everybody has like these weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's it's weird though because most people don't have that. Like most people will like turn away and give up the back a little bit, especially in the beginning because you can breathe. Like you're turning away from the pressure, and I guess just the fact that he's probably bigger than everyone else, it's not quite the same. So man, he will not turn and give up his back and it is so hard to get that dude's back that's funny and so i'm like all right i gotta fucking practice this this is a challenge but you know but that's what and that would be good for you too because it'll help you take other people's backs a lot easier yeah yeah Yeah. no it's been i've definitely uh been seeing the the glimpses a little bit more but yeah having that goal is is but that's how what you got to do man And and i was you know that guy for him he had a goal and I was providing a, a, a training stimulus, and uh, and it's good, you know. I was serving a role, and and he was fucking not making me feel totally bad about my jujitsu. So it was a good round. I mean, he, he, yeah, he didn't make me feel totally bad about jujitsu until I watched his clips. <laughs> well, what made you feel bad is you actually <laughs> thought for an instant that that was. See, I have no illusions because, like, I, I you know, I I'm, I'm I'm fucking. You know, still just purple belt, so I don't have, I, I bear no illusions towards. I have illusions sometimes. I know. It's in, it's, you know, you should. Most of, most, you should. Most of the time they're unwarranted. Right, right. <laughs> but it's all right, though. It's what, you know, drives you to, to fucking work hard and be better and fulfill those things. You know, speaking of funny training shit. So yesterday I went and I ended up teaching noon class yesterday. And then we got done, and then how I structured the end of it. So I took it, it was kind of cool, man. I took us to like a group warm up and kind of some specific stuff. And then I saved like the last half hour of class. I set, it was Nogi. I set the timer for three minutes with 45 second rest. I was like, all right, we're doing three minute rounds today, 45 second rest, so fast pace. And then I'm going to save this last like five minutes of class for questions. So as you guys are training, take mental note of things you're having problems with. So that was just, just I kind of pulled it out of my ass. It seemed kind of work, but yeah. it was funny. So and I was like, don't be shy. Like, just train with everybody. We had, I don't know, we probably had 10, 15 people on the mat. It was nice. Decent little turnout. But <laughs> there was one time. So it round ended, boom, you get up and you just, I, as soon as I get done with it, whoever I'm wrestling with, I pop up to my knees and almost the first person I see, like, all right, let's go. Well, uh, Tofu was there, you know, Randy was there. It was funny, like, we got the 45 second rest was almost up. And then I seen to- Randy was just sitting over there and uh, Tofu was looking. Tofu did not want to get his ass whooped by Randy. He was doing it. was so I called him out on it because he was looking all over. I was like, Tofu, Randy's right here. And Randy just kind of chuckled. I was like, dude, I, was, I started laughing so loud. I was like, you didn't want to train with him so bad because you knew it was going to hurt. I was like, oh. He was trying so hard. He's trying to find another, like some other white belt uh, or a new guy. I was like, get over there. Uh, I don't blame him, man. I don't blame him. Randy fucks you up. Randy he fucks will, me up. Dude, I got caught in the overhook of doom last night. That, that is overhook. It has deal. been a while since I've gotten caught in it, and uh, yeah, just in a scramble, and he fucking overhooked me. We like, well, so I'll let you in some insight. Yeah, that fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so there, I it happened once, maybe twice, that I, I so I started playing into that. Like so, I would I was kind of like in his open guard, and I, I had this little system. I would, I would, I'd read, cause he likes the overhook with his left arm yeah. and the right arm. Yep. That's his favorite. Like he'll, he'll get you. If he gets that dude, it's dude, it's so hard to get it back. Yeah. And so, but I used that and I actually passed. Like, so it's what I do is I kind of start baiting that and I'd reach up with my left hand and like half ass leg drag him, but I'd almost give him the overhook. So he, so then he had two little things to think about. So and then as he'd go to clamp down on the overhook, I'd pass to that side, I'd pass mm. to the opposite side. Yeah. And I, and I did it once. Now, I think I did it a second time, but now that he figured it out and he uses it, he he lets me do that and then he sweeps me. And so I had to stop doing it because he did it to me like three times because the first time 
he did that to me. Like it was kind of like a momentum thing. Yeah. And I don't know if he. I think it kind of like he. It kind of happened. Okay. Yeah. It it, it kind of happened. And then I think he was like, oh, there's the counter to it. You know what I mean? Because it was yeah. just kind of a fast-paced momentum thing. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, okay, I think that was an accident. I don't think he'll do it again. And then so I tried that sort of similar thing again to where I kind of shoved the overhook in there, the underhook, let him get the overhook, and then I try to pass. And he just he sweeps me up, and now he just keeps fucking me up with it. Oh, man, yeah. 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 It's funny. It's something similar. I was like getting, trying to get a leg across, like using the world's slowest leg drag. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, yeah. I think he like I got the leg across and I remember him like like fucking lifting me up and kind of that and that's what happened like he didn't have the overhook yet but it was something like similar like I got there and he fucking just like lifted me up and I had to plant and then he overhooked it and then he got closed guard on me though and then I was just like oh shit shit. and uh (laughs) dude what I pretty much had to give up mount and then dude he almost wrist locked me like it was ridiculous like it, it was like okay like I had to give up just every bad position in the book just to not try get, to find space, just find so space, just and not to get tapped space. out, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, 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 he, like here in the closed guard, it was like, dude, you had the shoulder lock. He's gonna okay. get the shoulder lock. Right? All right, take him out. And it's like, oh, there's a fucking wrist lock. Okay, you know, here's another arm, buddy. You just start trying to give up. Here's stuff. some like, other because okay. you know if you stay there, you're gonna get tapped. Yeah. So you're yeah. like, okay, I either go to a worse position and look for space in that transition. Yeah. Or in that position, or I tap. Yeah. So you you got to do it. That's your that's your choice. Yep. Yeah, I think he eventually uh, went for my neck. And then, yeah, you know, he's been was... working on that lately. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he fucking popped, about popped my head off my neck. Oh my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, he's a good training partner. He's he's good, man. He's he's a handful. Yeah, it's a, you know, we have we have a lot of good training partners. There's several guys I don't have answer, I don't have like good set of answers for. Right. You know, he's Callum fucks me up. Yeah, Callum fucking takes my lunch, dude. I got no answers for that big ass kid. Dude, he starts dancing around. And he's, he, yeah, he's 215 pounds. His jiu-jitsu's good. He's yeah. smooth. He's quick. Yeah. yeah I, got, I got nothing. He passes like fucking Boberto yeah. at like 100 pounds more. Yeah, or whatever. yeah and, and, and he's, he's a big human being. He starts yeah. coming at you with, with some speed. Yeah. It's a little scary. Like, how oh, fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, that like, that's the thing. Like, you're not using anything to stop. Like, once he gets moving, like, you can't stop him. You I can't, can't throw him. a fucking roadblock in his way and just clamp down. Because he, he's going to just crash stop moving. Roadblock. yeah. 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 I got no answers for that big ass kid. Yeah. He's uh he's a prime candidate for fucking sport jujitsu and give me your legs. <laughs> I gotta fight from the bottom. I cheated one day, I took my gi top off <laughs> in, the middle, in the middle of gi. <laughs> because because it was falling off, like my like my my arm kinda came out of my sleeve. Yeah. And so instead of like putting my gi top back on, I just shut it off and kept coming at him. He's like, That's I can't grab and I, I was grabbing his gi. He's like, This isn't fair. I was like, You're twenty years younger than I am, motherfucker. Make it work. <laughs> Make it work. And then he still he was still whooping my ass. Dude, that's funny. Well, it's funny though is uh, Kevin was cracking on him because Trey is has Callum's number. Does he? Yeah, he'll get on Callum's back. And did you know that little? He yeah, gets his, he gets on your back and like crucifix style uh, position. And yeah, dude, so crab hard. ride, crab ride, and crucifix stuff. Like he's yeah, it's tough. I like Trey. Like Trey Super dude. tough. Yeah, me too, man. But that is he, yeah. But he for whatever reason, jujitsu math is funny like that, man. Like I saw Callum like fucking, you know, getting Kevin, giving it to Kevin pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, um, and then, yeah, but then he's like busting his chops. Like, yeah, what the fuck's up, man? I look up every time and Trey's on your back choking you out and you're like giving me all I can handle. Like what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, jiu-jitsu math doesn't add up. No, not at all, man. Not at all. Just because you can beat one person and they can beat another doesn't mean that you can beat that other dude. There's just, stylistically or whatever. whatever it is man it's, it's just a universe yeah two plus two does not equal four no everyone is their own unique problem unto you mm-hmm. so you can learn some things watching how they wrestle against other people but it doesn't really mean any more than that that's it, <laughs> that's it, it. it only just kind of gives you an inkling of what maybe you could do yeah then you try to do it and you're like why did that work for him and not me what am I missing right yeah yeah, yeah. at least see some sort of answer yeah it, you realize so. there is an answer. That's a big part of it. It's like the whole, what is it, the five minute mile thing. Like it, was, it seemed impossible until somebody did it the first time. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. Speaking of that, you want to feel bad about yourself? I do. I saw a story of this woman that was nine, eight months pregnant, almost nine months pregnant. Uh-huh. She ran a six minute mile. So six minute mile. Nice. Because her husband bet, <laughs> her husband bet her a hundred bucks that she couldn't run like a sub nine minute mile. 
And of course, he went and got cleared by the doctors all night. Oh, no. This lady's about to burst. Looking all sorts of pregnant. Out there running like a sub-six-minute mile. Like, dude, I couldn't go run a sub-six-minute mile right now. No? No. No. Yeah. Running a six-minute mile is a skill. It's more than just cardio. It's a skill I don't have. Yeah. And she's nine months pregnant. Dude, Kelly ran a half marathon pregnant with Z. Did she? Yeah. Like, pretty pregnant. I forget how far <laughs> it was, dude. But it was like, I mean, it was not... Uh, you know, early on, like she was, you can definitely tell yeah, she was pregnant. Yeah, definitely. And you know, she didn't show a lot period. Uh-huh. So it was definitely towards the later stages of like within like three months or so. That's awesome. Of him. Yeah. I know. That's why he's a wild man. She was training for a marathon while she was <laughs> pregnant with him. She would just go out and run out of like 18 road area. And that's awesome. Yeah. Maybe that is why he's crazy. <clears throat> wild man. Get all that blood flow. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. It's good for the fetus. Good for the mother. Sitting around doing nothing, it's not good. They used to tell mothers to smoke cigarettes. I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> I don't know that for a fact. I was running with it. <laughs> I just throw it out there. <laughs> Sounds good. They told everybody else to smoke for every other fucking reason. We're not fact checking anybody here. At one here. point, no, definitely not. So, cool. Anyway, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, man. I gotta cruise home, take care of a dog before, oh, cool. we, before we do the seminar. Yeah. Sounds so. good. I'm gonna go do some grumpy guy. Make people hold their breath and. Drive their O2 levels down. I got those O2 meters in, and uh, yeah, I mean that oxygen meter I have is pretty on. I mean mm-hmm. it was my O2 levels still get down in like the 70s. Really? Yeah, Kelly got hers down into the 50s. So, yeah, it's pretty. 50s. Yeah. Damn. It's a pretty interesting. Hey, uh, I, I haven't gone down that road yet. No. Uh-uh. Dude, it's uh, it's funny because it's one of those things you don't feel like you're making a lot of progress at first, and then all of a sudden there's just this like just like jump like over the last couple of weeks I've seen like a significant improvement it's funny because you know it's very similar to jiu-jitsu you know when, yeah. you, when you first learn we've talked about it a thousand times when you first learn jiu-jitsu all your leaps are big leaps big leaps and improvements and then as your career jiu-jitsu path goes on you just get these little you get these little bursts and then you kind of go down and then you get these little bursts these, these little blips here and there yeah. it's, it's very similar <laughs> yeah you just have to have faith in the process yeah. which is tough you know, with jiu-jitsu, you're looking around going like, all right, there's all these dudes who are really fucking good. And so, you know, I'm just following their process and I have faith that it'll get me there. Like, this whole breath-holding CO2 tolerance thing is pretty new. There's not, like, a whole lot of people that you're pointing to going like, all right, man, he's doing this shit. So I know it's, like, you just have to have faith in the process and just deal with the suck. But, uh, yeah, it's good for your good for you mentally. Mm-hmm. Relaxed suffocation. Like, how is that not good for jiu-jitsu, man? <laughs> That is good, good for jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it is, man. So, on that note, we're going to... Go train. Go fucking train, man. Some relaxed suffocation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it gi seminar today? Yeah. Yep, I think so. Cool. As far as I know. Sweet. Cool. All right, let's call it a wrap. Let's All go right, train. let's do it, man. See you. See you.